the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Tomorrow can be bigger. Just grow, let the world overflow. Live a life bigger than yourself. You're created for greatness. Live a life bigger than yourself. This is the Live Big Broadcast with Derek Greer. The Word of God is full of life-changing power. So our prayer is that this broadcast equips you to live a life so big that it impacts everyone and everything around you. Remember to hit the notification bell on YouTube to get this teaching and worship with us live each week. Let's join Bishop Greer. Well, today we're going to be in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1 and... uh, Uh, But let me pray. Father, open eyes, illuminate hearts. We had many other options today, but we came to be with your people and to be in your presence. So, Father, honor the investment of everyone that's in this room, everyone live streaming, everyone that hears this message throughout this week, Father. I pray that you honor the time that they've invested in your kingdom, God, by giving them clarity and, and, and causing them to see and hear what they would not otherwise see or hear. And we pray this in the precious name of Jesus, and we all say, Amen, Amen. amen. Again, from the NIV Hebrews 11.1. Now, faith is confidence. In part one, we talked about how faith is like a, a muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it gets. But the less we use it, the weaker it gets. My Bible says faith is confidence. We just witnessed the largest European invasion since World War II. And people, not only in the United States, around the globe are asking, could this be the beginning of the third World War. If just one plane, one wrong plane, gets shot down. If just one wrong ship is sunk. One wrong civilian killed. We are on the edge of cataclysmic possibilities. But despite all that's happening in the world, my Bible says, now faith is confidence. The psalmist asked his generation, they were in Babylon, far away from home. And the Babylonians asked them to sing. And they responded, how can we sing in a strange land? And as he asked that generation, he would ask us today, how can we sing when our nation 
is as divided as any time since the Civil War. When lawlessness is taking over city streets. Inflation is on the rise. And the world is speeding toward a cliff like a car without brakes. How can we sing? Well, we sing because our faith is not in the systems of this world. But my faith is in a kingdom that will never spoil, perish, or fade. If your only goal in life is to stay alive, you're already dead. But if your goal is to advance this kingdom that will never fail, that will never cease, that will never end, you will never lose. I'm not a gambling man, but I do have enough common sense to know you can never bet too much on a winning horse. And we are on the winning side. No matter what happens in the world, I'm going to stay plugged in. I'm going to stay connected because my Bible says that, that, that if we, we remain in God, we can run through a troop, leap over the wall, that he prepares our hands for war. Now, it's not a physical war I'm talking about. I'm talking about a God that's able. A God that no matter what's happening around the globe, he's a present help in trouble. Now, faith is confidence. You may go to church, but don't confuse that with faith. You may have a Bible. You may sing some hymns, but do not confuse that with Bible faith. My Bible says faith is confidence. So when everything else is going crazy... According to my Bible, God wants his people to still have confidence. Now, faith is not confidence in what is. It doesn't take any faith to embrace what is. It's confidence in what we don't see yet. It's confidence in what we hope for. Now, here's my question. Does anyone have faith higher than this world? Stronger than this world? More enduring than this world? With a reward greater than this world? Does anyone in this room have a faith built on nothing less than Jesus Christ and his righteousness? You say, Bishop... That's a tall order. You don't know what's going on in my life. Well, you don't know what's going on in my life. And I have lived long enough. I was young, but now I'm just a little bit older. And in all those years, all those journeys, all those late nights in places I shouldn't have been, hear what I'm saying, talking to people I shouldn't even know, I have never... I have never, I have never seen the righteous forsaken, neither their seed begging bread. So where does this confidence come from? Let me show you. 
Romans 10, 17 explains. So then faith comes by hearing. So a lack of faith in an area comes from a lack of hearing God in an area. I just said something. I just said something. Y'all keep surrounding yourself with these soft preachers. That's why you got soft faith. Hear what I'm saying? Faith comes by hearing. So in times like these, we got to get into God's word and stay until it gets in us. You see, real faith will, will, will not sit in the passenger seat of life. It'll always take the driver's wheel. Sometimes like you, I feel like backing up. Sometimes I like you get tired. But, but, but in those moments, I hear my faith right. Boy, God created you for this. Sometimes like you, I feel like letting go. Sometimes like you, I feel like just, you know what, sitting down and just, just, just letting things go on the way they go on. But it's in those moments my faith growls back at me. And I hear the voice of, of God saying, people may let you down, but God will never let you down. But why am I like that? Because I heard something. I didn't just hear it with my ears. I hear it in my heart. Faith has a growl to it. Faith has a, has a deep resonance in it. Faith, something my, my head feels like it's going crazy, but faith to ride boy. But it's all because I have heard. Not because I've rated a preacher and it's like, well, he's a seven. No, he's an eight. No. Because somewhere in a voice, whether a preacher's voice or, or, or the Bible itself, I heard something. So then faith comes by hearing. Jesus said, take heed what you hear. That's why I'm concerned about y'all watching the news all day. It will depress you, frustrate you, and make you angry at people that aren't even your enemies. Sometimes you got to choose what you hear and how much of it you hear. There's a place for the news. You should stay informed. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. This verse is telling me you don't need a burning bush. You don't need to see an angel. You don't need another vision or dream. God's simple word planted in a simple and believing heart will cure any disease, break every chain, and destroy every stronghold. But the power is in his word. People have criticized me for years. Why are you always in the book? Just tell them more stories. Get them more involved. I can't be there at midnight. I have 6,000 members. I can't be there, but I know a God who can be there. I know a word that can keep you there. So I'm going to keep preaching that word that can help you. The Bible said he sent his word and healed them all. Didn't say he sent his preacher. He sent his word. So if I can get you on this word, I could get you in your healing. You hear what I'm saying? If I could get you in this word, I, I could get you safe and protected. You hear what I'm saying? If I get you in this word, uh, you'll have access to God's wisdom. 
I can't save nobody. I can't even save myself. So I'm smart enough not to think I'm so smart. And I realize that if I can benefit you in any way, it's to get this word in your heart. So every chuckle, every light bulb, every illustration is designed to get the eternal word that will not spoil, perish, or fade. The word that created the earth and can handle everything on the earth. That word in your heart. Ephesians 6 and 16. You know this verse. It tells us a little bit more about this confidence, this faith. He said, above all, take the shield of faith. Your confidence in God is the only shield you really have in this crazy life. When you lose your confidence, every other part of your life becomes vulnerable. He said, above all, have some confidence. At some point, your question marks need to be stretched into exclamation points. And even if you can't get an exclamation point, at least get a period. Above all, take, meaning you got to do it. It doesn't just fall out of the sky. You got to show up. You got to read the Bible daily. You got to pray regularly. Hear what I'm saying? All these things we've been talking about on, on Wednesday. Above all, take the shield of faith with which, watch this. If it wasn't in the Bible, I wouldn't believe it. With which you will be able. How many of y'all want to be able to deal with whatever life throws at you? With which you, not just the pastor, not just people from another age, but you will be able to quench all. All. Not just the easy ones, the slow flying ones, but all the fiery darts of the wicked one. What I need you to see in this verse. This is important. Faith doesn't necessarily stop arrows from flying or problems from coming. But what it will do is cancel or extinguish its intended results. I can testify what they meant for evil, God has worked for good. Now, he said it will quench every fiery dart, meaning stuff will be shot at you. People will try to hurt you. And not just with an arrow, with a flaming arrow. Designed to set on fire everything. Burn down your life completely. But today, I I guess, you know, we don't really walk around with shields like they did in this time in history. But our police officers do wear bulletproof vests. And what I've heard from those who have been shot is if you're shot while wearing one of these vests, It'll hurt. It might even break a rib. But you live. Don't get mad at God because somebody fired a missile at you. What happened may have hurt you. But the devil wasn't trying to hurt you. He was trying to kill you. He was trying to destroy you. The little faith you had was the only reason you survived. 
So many people say, well, I've been hurt. I've been hurt. But I'm alive to live and fight another day. We've all been hurt. We've all dealt with disappointments and setbacks. We've all dealt with things that weren't fair. But I'm still here. I'm still standing. And I'm going to keep praising. You hear what I'm saying? The devil's not playing patty cake. Baker's man and all that. He wants to take you out. And the fact you're here is proof that God is faithful. That God can keep you. That God can preserve you. Dropping your confidence in God. That's right. Dropping your confidence in God is like dropping your gun in a knife fight. You can't win. But if you show up with that shield, arrows may fly, troubles may come, but you will endure and withstand to the end. Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now faith is confidence. When you watch the news, do you have confidence? When you hear what's happening in our schools, do you have confidence? Are you just churchy? A form of godliness? Or do you really, really have power? He said, now faith is confidence in what we hope for. And watch this next part, an assurance about what we do not yet see. Real faith brings inward assurance. I want to teach you something really, really important here. Many of us at different times in our lives, maybe it's because we heard someone else's testimony or maybe we heard someone preach a great message and there was nothing wrong with the message, but the the reality was that we were trying to walk in a level of faith that was bigger than our real relationship with God. And because of it, at that time, we failed. So we, we gave up on trusting God because we tried it and it didn't quite, quite, quite work. But faith is like a seed. This is what Jesus taught us. This is not my, these are not my words. It takes time to grow. It takes four to six years for an apple tree to produce edible fruit. So for four to six years, that tree has to stay in its place, has to take the rain and take the wind, go through the winter and go through the heat. And only after season, after season, after season, will it get to the place that it eventually bears fruit. The challenge is, we kind of want a microwave faith that we go to one service and so one altar call. And all of life supposed to be laid out simple and easy. But in my life, I've had to work at believing God. The Bible says we actually have to labor to enter rest. Seems like an oxymoron. But I got to roll up my sleeves, get into this book till this book gets into me. 
It doesn't do me any good to have a book on my shelf. It doesn't do you any good to have all the verses in your computer. That's like having seed in a seed packet. It profits nothing. It's only when that seed gets in the heart, the soil of the human spirit and soul, that it can produce. But if you're like me, some areas of my heart are sometimes hard. Other areas of my life, I don't let it go deep enough. Other areas of my life, you know, I I have a good start, but it gets crowded out by the worries and the cares of this life. But I've been working long enough, pulling up rocks, breaking up ground, pulling up weeds. I can finally get to the, the good and noble heart, the Bible says, the good soil, where you produce 30, 60, 100 fold. But what I want to say is it takes a little time in certain areas to get there. Romans 15, 13, watch what faith looks like when it's ready. I mean, faith when it's ready. Now, you might have experienced some faith that wasn't ready. It, it, was, it, was, it was something trying to grow into something, but it wasn't there yet. And because that was your experience, you've given up, you've pulled up your roots, and, and you've gone somewhere else. But watch what faith is like when it's ready. Romans 15, 13. Now may the God of hope, the Holy Spirit calls God the God of hope. Meaning, hope is our father's middle name. So if you have a problem, God has a promise. If you have doubts like, like we all do sometimes, God, you'll you find a God that's full of surprises. He, he, he knows how to get hope in us if we're open. Now may the whole God of hope, watch this, barely give you enough so you can barely get along. May the God of hope fill you. The problem is not God. The problem is what sometimes we're willing to settle for. Pay attention to what I'm saying. We get a little bit every now and then, and then we think that's the best we can do. But my Bible says God wants to fill us. God wants to fill us so much with hope there's no room for doubt. I mean, you know, discouragement, depression, all those things may, may, may try to visit, but it just can't stay. I know what that child might have told you, but what did God say? I know what the doctor's report looks like, but what does God's word want you to see? I know at times it gets Hard, But does the Bible say anywhere in any verse that it would always be easy? Now, right now, when bombs are dropping in Europe, right now, when people are going into pharmacies and drugstores and just taking things off the shelf, now, when you're not sure if your wife or husband's coming home, Now, when you don't know if you want to go home to that husband or what now, when you don't like the president or you, 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 you you do like the president, but, but, but I'm going to stop right there. Now, may the God of hope fill 
you with all joy. No matter what happens, did you see the price of eggs? The price of milk? My wife sent me to the store and I almost lost my mind. But right now, right now, may God fill you with all joy. You see, my problem at different points in my journey is I tried to believe God in my own strength. Any, any other brothers and sisters? Yep, yep, yep. And it was anything but joy. If I could be transparent, I'm facing some stuff at this moment. It make my knees buckle if I don't pay attention. It make my mind melt right out of my brain. But each morning I'm like, Father, would you minister to that, that, that to me again, Lord? F- fill me again, Lord. S- say it uh, uh, again, Lord. Even me, even me, Lord. Uh, I, I, I need to hear it again. And it's amazing he doesn't lose patience. He'll give it to me over and over and over and over and over and over. I used to just say, well, I want to have faith. And God's like, go ahead and do it. I've learned that you got to abide in the vine and, 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 you know, you and him and him and you, that that's the only way you bear fruit. So I'm not trying to be a great man of faith. I'm just, Lord, give it to me again. Lord, 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 help me have confidence, God, as I face this thing, walk through this thing. God, God, my confidence, Lord, is in you. This has been Live Big with Derek Greer, the radio broadcast ministry of Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia. Join us next time as we continue this teaching. It is our sincere prayer that you are blessed and empowered to live a life bigger than yourself today. If you want to know more about becoming a Christian or want to rededicate your life to Christ, Bishop Greer wants to walk you through a step-by-step guide. It's the most important decision you'll ever make. Visit gracechurchva.org salvation to find out more. We invite you to worship with us online each Sunday on our YouTube channel at Grace Church VA TV. And while you're there, remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get all of our latest content. That's all for today. Until next time, live big. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.